Good morning. As a part of committing myself to creating some content as I await my, my father's arrival, my son's arrival, and my soon-to-be son-in-law's son um, arrival, um, I wanted to talk about a few things. I'm going to inject little segments of this show. Um, you know, sitting here in my studio office, I come up with ideas often, and uh, I just want to kind of share some of those things with my listening friends on the Father and Sons show here, the podcast. And uh, a couple of things. I have actually three different subjects, but right now I want to talk about car care uh, because it's pretty important. I actually just had this conversation with my son uh, recently. He has a, uh, a 2012 Santa Fe, uh, Hyundai Santa Fe, and uh, he'd got that par- partially as a gift, but he's also paying for half of it as well. So it's kind of a that's that's another another story by itself. But and I was talking to my daughter also about uh, car care as well. And you know, it's one of those. I, I don't want to say it's a lost art because I know there are a lot of people that take care of their cars. And um, but it definitely is something that's changed over the years um, in time, just the way with society works. Just like you don't see as many kids riding bicycles and fishing in the ponds and playing Nerf football and stickball in the in the turnarounds and the at the dead end streets and so forth and so on. Well, it's the same with car uh, car care car maintenance where. You know, we used to wax our cars and wash our cars and vacuum our cars. We used to change the oil. We used to take the, you know, you take the air cleaner off and squirt, squirt a little uh, carb cleaner inside the carburetor to get it started on a cold winter day that it won't start, so forth and so on. We used to add dry gas to the gas before we get the car inspected, you know, to get a clean emissions reading, so forth and so on. And things have changed. Things have changed a little bit, but it's important um, as I told my kids, I said, if I don't teach you how to do this, I don't think anyone will. So I asked my my uh, my daughter's boyfriend or fiance. I said, uh, you know, look, a quick like a pop quiz. And I said, what what would you do? Like, how are you gonna change your oil? What are you gonna do? And you know, he says, uh, I don't know. I guess I'll bring it somewhere. The thing is, is that he hasn't brought it anywhere. Probably, I asked him the last time he changed his oil, and he says he never has. It's probably been a couple years. So I just want to run across a couple of quick. That again, that's a whole nother podcast. In fact, I probably have him on the show and have a conversation with with him and others, um, like my son, to talk about car care and all that kind of stuff. Actually, be a funny conversation. In fact, I'm going to do that. I'm going to plan on doing that. But for right now, I want to run across the common things, the car car maintenance things that are super important that are really easy to do. So I just want to spend a couple minutes on this segment here um, j- just to cover the basics. And, and I'll cover what they are and why they're important. And it's something that you can do on a weekday, maybe within a half an hour, you know, or on a weekend or whatever. But taking care of your car is super important. Um, just like I, I, again, like I told my kids, I says, look, you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of others. You got to take care of your stuff. And then your stuff includes your your place of place where you live, your home. It includes your car. Um, you know, a car. Think about a car. I mean, it's pretty pretty darn big investment. I mean, even the piece of junk we buy when we're young. You know, our first cars. You know, several hundred dollars is still a big investment to you when you have no money. Um, but later on in life, you know, nowadays cars are costing you know easily over twenty thousand dollars. I mean, maybe thirty or forty thousand dollars. I have friends that have paid more than fifty thousand dollars for their car. Uh, some over a hundred thousand dollars. You know, now the thing is, is if you can afford a hundred thousand dollar car, 
you can probably afford to bring it to a place to have them take care of stuff. Here's the problem with dropping it off and bringing it to a place. A couple of things. One is that it's going to cost a lot of money for a, a car dealership, especially to um, to work on your car. They're going to charge you, you know, premium pricing uh, for everything. They're going to most likely fix it very well, but it's going to just cost more money to do. You know, I'll give you an example. Um, if I brought my pickup truck, I've done this. I brought my pickup truck early on to to get an oil change, and let's just say it cost me seventy five dollars. Okay, just the oil change. But then they find the air cleaner is bad, and the you know the wipers need to be replaced, and you know all kinds of other things. You you leave there spending fifteen hundred bucks sometimes. Um, I brought my daughter to to a Jiffy Lube, and that's another uh, another dangerous thing to do because they are trained to upsell. They're trained to look at your car and tell you, hey, you need this, you need that, you need the other thing. Now, that can be okay. Um, I'll give you another story where I brought my daughter into a Jiffy Lube and didn't say anything and let them go in and do their thing. So they tried upselling her on using um, fully synthetic oil, which which truthfully is not necessary on her vehicle. It's an older card. So, well, it's not older necessarily, but it's a 2000, what is it? A 2011 Nissan uh, Altima. And they were selling her on full synthetic oil, um, which which is not good because it, it ran on uh, traditional oil, not, not synthetic. Um, so to change that midstream is a very bad idea, especially over 100,000 miles. So that alone, the price was double, if not triple, regular oil change. Now, had I not been there, she would have done it probably. She would have been sold on that very easily. So then they proceeded to tell her about the cabin air filter, the regular air filter, the windshield wipers, the fuel filter, uh, what else? There was a whole number of things that cost literally several hundred dollars. And you know, she says, ah, wow, I didn't know I was all messed up, Dad. What do I do? So I said to the people, I says, look, all we want is a traditional oil change. That's it. Just 10W30. Uh, actually, it was I think it was 5W20 um, is the oil weight, which every car has a different oil weight requirement, which you can find online easily now if you Google your car and oil type to, for your car. But they all come with the manual that comes with the car that sits in the glove box for the car. So I told him that. And, you know, we left there spending, I think it was like thirty-two ninety-five or something like that for an oil change and filter, which isn't terrible, you know, for that kind of thing. And then we went to O'Reilly Auto Parts, and uh, we got the cabin air filter, the air filter, and the fuel filter. We got everything we needed for, I want to say it was around 60 bucks, And, you know, we saved a lot of money for one, and we also know what we got. Because when, when you put it in yourself, if you do your own, I mean, it's so easy to change your air filter. And, you know, you're talking about a, a part that you could probably, in fact, I have gotten at Walmart for less than $10. Let's say an air cleaner. Okay, let's say it's around $10. And to pop that in is so easy to do. And so doing, doing things yourself is not only less expensive, it's easy. 
Um, but it can also be sort of a fun little hobby to do. You're taking care of your vehicle and you know what you're putting into it. It, it takes you just a couple of minutes. Now, the air cleaner is important because there's an air intake process of an engine where you're, there's combustion. The piston, pistons are all firing off and it's in, inhaling air, if you will, like you taking a big breath. And you're passing through a filter before the air gets injected into the cylinders. So the filter is important because it filters out all the pollens and all the dust and all the dirt and all the, everything else that's coming through your engine. If that's dirty, you're, it's just like block putting a hand over your mouth when you're breathing. It just it can't breathe. And bad, bad air or no air or little air is, has a huge effect on the combustion of your engine, which affects the performance, whether it struggles or not. It affects the gas mileage and everything else. It's just going to make your car last a lot longer. Your car's going to be a lot happier um, by taking care of the air cleaner. So air filter, I'm sorry, air filter. So there's the air filter, very basic. There's the windshield wiper fluid, which is important because when you use your wipers and you need to clean off your windshield, it's pretty aggravating that, you know, when you don't have the fluid there. Now that, that I've run into this where, um, you know, it's, it's a muddy area or a dirty area or a polleny area, um, of especially in the winter with ice and stuff, and you can't clean your windshield. So that's more or less sort of a safety and convenience function. But to me, it's part of taking care of the vehicle. Uh, another common thing for vehicle uh, car care would be just checking all of your basic fluid levels. If you open your hood of your car, you're going to see all these little reservoirs with caps on them with fluids in them. And they're usually marked. And if they're not, Google search your car and, you know, and Google search under the hood and a diagram of what's what under the hood of that vehicle. And you'll see, for example, power steering. There's a, a hydraulic fluid that helps turn your car and steer your car. There's a fluid there, and there's a line marker that shows you where it should be full or empty or whatever. There's antifreeze um, or coolant, which is hugely important, very, very important for your car. Um, the fluid runs through your engine, like through around a jacket to cool off your engine in the summer. And also to, to keep it, uh, so sort of, it's hard to explain, but it sort of helps keep things sort of lubricated inside and sort of rust-free, but primarily it's to cool your engine. Um, and in the winter, it actually taps into some of that hot coolant through your, uh, it's called a heater core, and, and you're blowing air across that to get heat. So it has something to do with getting the heat in your car as well for the most part. So the coolant level is really important. The steering, the power steering fluid is really important. There's a brake reservoir, a little little plastic cup, if you will, with a cap that has a level of where your brake fluid is. And that's important, obviously, because when you step on the brake, your fluid presses out to the four wheels and kind of squeezes this thing together. And m most times it's a caliper, it's called, where it pushes the fluid, it squeezes and it squeezes the brakes the brake pads on the rotors or the drums, a word, and makes the wheel stop. So the fluid is important. So if the fluid's low, um, you could get into some serious trouble. Um, you could get into a, a really bad accident. Um, if it's completely low or completely empty, this is why it's important to check. It, it may tell you you might have a brake leak. You might, might have a brake line leak, and that's very, very dangerous. That could be some s serious problem. That can be a very serious problem, actually, if you have no brake fluid. So you got brake fluid, you got power steering fluid, you've got the the colon, 
Um, you know, there some, depending on the car, there may be other fluids too. Like there's transmission fluid. Every car has. Tr- well, so, yeah, I was going to say electric cars, and not so much, but they do. They have a transmission, and you know, there's fluid inside of there because there's a bunch of gears spinning around, and there's a fluid inside to help them smoothly shift gears and smoothly rotate. So you have to regularly change this fluid. Um, not regularly with transmission fluid, but certainly on a maintenance schedule. And it's certainly important to check the transmission fluid and smell it because if it smells burnt, you might have a problem with your transmission. So it's kind of like, think about it like this. It's like checking your blood pressure, going to a doctor exam, you know, and getting checked. You're getting your blood pressure checked and all of your different levels of different, you know, cholesterol and vitamin levels and temperature and all these other things, right? So it's the same thing with your car. And, you know, primarily the most important uh, fluid is the, uh, one of the most important fluids is the oil in your car, you know, to change your oil. You know, it depends on the manufacturer. I mean, you'll see things ranging anywhere from 5,000 miles to 10,000 miles. Some are 2,500. It depends. Primarily, it's around 5,000 miles, every 5,000 miles or so that you change your oil. Now, there's nothing wrong with changing it sooner. You know, in fact, it's just a cost thing and a convenience thing. But if you can change it every 3,000 miles, it's not going to hurt. And actually, actually, it's going to help your car, you know, to do that. So think about it every, about every 5,000 miles, doing an oil change. And, you know, it's really, really simple to do. If you Google it, your car, on how to do an oil change, it's so easy to do. I mean, you get a, get a drain pan, you get a correct, a correct size wrench or an Allen, uh, not an Allen wrench, <laughs> a wrench or a socket wrench or something. And, you you know, Make sure your engine's cool. You open very carefully. You open this little, um, like a little nut that you take out of the oil pan, and then it drains. An oil pan drains screw, I think I call it. And it drains. The oil drains into the pan. And once it's done draining, you tighten up the screw. Now, you can also change the oil filter depending on how how much you want to get into this. It, it's a little trickier, but it's not really bad rocket science or anything and depends where it is on some cars it's real easy to get to it's literally like the size of a coffee cup usually and you you again drain pan underneath you unscrew it you let the, the garbage oil drain kind of out of it and into the pan you clean up around it with a rag and then you put your new oil filter on but before you put the oil filter on you put a little teeny bit of new oil inside the new oil filter and lightly lubricate around the top of the oil filter um, to create a nice seal on your engine. But you can see all that in a YouTube video. Um, but that's it, really. And, and you don't have to change the oil filter, although it's recommended. Um, a lot of people I know do it every other time. Some people don't do it at all, but you know it's a good idea to do every once in a while, for sure. And again, you want to bring it to somebody <clears throat> that's great, and some people do, and I have, but I would say find a garage or befriend somebody locally, like a local garage, somebody that you can trust, somebody that's just going to simply take it and do an oil change. Um, and that, that way they can take care of it if you don't have the time to do it. But otherwise, you know, car maintenance is super simple, and that's the mechanical maintenance part of it. The other side of it would be, um, and this is for another conversation, because um, I'm actually running on uh, running on time here. I didn't expect to talk so long on this, but there's wax, washing and waxing and vacuuming your car and taking care of your vehicle too. Um, you keep your rugs clean and vacuumed. They're going to last longer. They're not going to look like a shaggy mess and smell like a like a wet dog. 
um, that's really important to take care of your vehicle, to wash it, to scrub the wheels with a good brush. Um, if you're going to wash your car, you know, get you, get yourself a good car wash, washing brush. It's very soft and make sure it's clean. You know, you, you rinse it off and, you know, you get a nice soapy bucket and, um, you know, they make car wash soaps and things, which some are pretty good and some are just junk. You really don't need much more than a teeny little squirt of like dish soap um, because that breaks up the grease and the dirt. And so you wash it and then you dry it with a nice fluffy old towel and you can wax your car. And nowadays they you can use paste wax, which you, you wax on, you the paste, it dries, and then you buff it off with some cloths. And it comes out real nice and shiny, and it's a good thick coverage of wax. But they also make a spray wax, which is literally like a tss, 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 you know, like you just literally spray it on, like like Windex or Pledge or some furniture polish, and and then buff it off gently with a, a rag. It's not a lot of work, and you could probably do your whole car in ten minutes or less. Um, and then you got a nice shine, and the water goes rolls off of your car better, so it looks better. Uh, the water rolls off of it so it doesn't pool up on your car and create rust problems. Um, it creates less wind resistance. So when you're driving, you actually improve your gas mileage by having the wind roll across your car because of a good waxed car. And, you know, that's primarily it for that. So washing, waxing, vacuuming your car, uh, checking your fluids, your mechanical stuff. It's actually really easy to do. And like I said, it, it, it just it's sort of taking pride in what you have and what you own and making that a part of your lifestyle, but certainly going to help the affect the longevity of your vehicle. Mm -hmm.